And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. And everyone, I'm sure you can tell <laughs> Jackson is on the phone from Dallas, Texas right now. Jackson, tell us what's up. My internet is shit. <laughs> the noise is shit. Everything is shit. It's frustrating. So, so I have to to my phone. And it's frustrating for you. And I'm sure it's frustrating for the people listening. But I'm here. That's, that's all I can do. <laughs> you also have shitty phone service, though, because people know from listening to Ian Hates Conversations, I have those conversations with artists over the phone. And they always sound much better than this. Yeah, I have a very, very shitty phone service. It's, the country doesn't treat me well when it comes to <laughs> technology stuff. Let's just put it like that. It is very true. It is very true. Well, look, I'm already in kind of a weird mood. We kind of talked about this off air. And normally, you know, we go to our segments and we go to our bits. And believe me, we are definitely going to do that. But I figured right now was kind of a good time to have like an open conversation but we're just going to shoot the shit for a little bit, and I want to go over some things because, look, first of all, not in my right mind, really, because I just got back from Vegas. Hey, Vegas! <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I saw the Dark Tower today as well. Oh, shit. And look, I have some really kind of cool stuff coming up on Ian Hates Movies. There's going to be a big surprise that I think people are really going to enjoy, but the one thing I'm going to say right now is... I almost feel like, and I know this is going to sound very overdramatic, but I almost feel like a part of me died today. No, I don't want to hear that, man. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but when you dedicate your life to something for so long, like those books mean the world to me. I mean, my body is tattooed with Dark Tower stuff. I have a lot to say about it, so I'm not going to do it here because that's what Ian Hates Movies is for. Right. Uh, something changed in me. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. So we'll leave that for the special editions of Ian Hates Movies. But right now, it is Ian Hates Music. And I wanted to address a social media post that I put out this weekend because it's been getting some traction with people. Some people have asked me specifics on it and blah, blah. I figured, hey, let's just talk about it on the show. So, Jackson, you ready to do that? I'm so fucking ready. So there's not a phenomenon. But there's something that happens with social media. So while I'm running these social media you know, outlets or whatnot, whatever the fuck you want to call them, it's not just bands where we're going to focus on bands because I think it happens more with them. But bands will follow you and then unfollow you and hope that you don't notice. And Jackson, I know for you and maybe the audience as well, in order to see who's unfollowed you, in most cases, you have to buy a program that lets you know that. Right. So because I'm the person that I am, I do that because I think it helps the show because I don't want to follow people that don't follow me back. I'm not saying that every band has to follow me. I'm not saying anything like that. Basically, a band is using you to up their numbers so that it looks like they have more fans and then they unfollow you so they can follow other people because they don't expect you to notice or they don't expect you to take the time to unfollow back. Exactly. And that is not what I do. I always check and then I unfollow right back. Which is the way it should be. That's what I would say. And once again, I mean, I hope this doesn't come out as complaining or whining. I think it's important for people to make sure they're doing the same thing. 
because I know that other bands mention it. I know other people hate it. It's like there should be a little bit of internet etiquette. Right. It's like holding the door open for someone when you're out in public or when you're on a subway system, letting people get off of the car you're about to get on. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, there's an etiquette for the outside world. There should be a little bit of an etiquette for the internet. I agree. And to me, what's funny about you bringing this up is that literally right before the show, Franzilla just tweeted, yes, Franz from Attila just tweeted, <laughs> forever thankful that I am not one of those losers that follows and unfollows people for attention. And that is a huge fucking coincidence, but it's the truth and it shows that it's not just like, you know, a show like us. It's, you know, this is annoying to anybody, you know what right. I mean? And it happens to everybody. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think that this show was special. Now I do think that this show is special. I think this show is the fucking best. And you damn right. Yeah. I think that if you don't think you're the best, I don't even know why you're in this business. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. I'm here to be the best. So when I see that happen, and also I do want to make this note, and I'm not going to call anyone out because that's not the point, but even bands I've had on the show have done this before. Yep. And that one is what annoys me probably the most. Right, because they don't even notice that you've literally been on the show or had the decency to know that because you've been on the show, you should be following them, period, and you don't unfollow them. You know what I mean? Like, that just yeah. shows that they're not paying attention. Well, that's the thing. It could be a mistake. It could be they're just not paying attention. People don't hold certain things up to a high standard either. That does happen. So I'm not complaining about that i'm not really saying that that's the reason this happens on a daily basis with so many bands so it's not that this is the only time this has happened or anything it was just a couple days ago i noticed it a little bit more and i was just like what the fuck so my post was saying basically word of caution if you follow me and then unfollow me i'm going to do the same thing to you then i was a little harsher i said you're not special (laughs) and neither is your band That was the best part. Yeah, thank you. There is something true about that, though. I don't think that anyone's better than me. I don't think that anyone's better than the show. So if I take the time out to talk about you or want you on the show, and if you come on the show and I do a conversation with you, I took a lot of time and put my own money into promotion and doing all this stuff to make you sound the best you can and to put your music out there for more people. So I'm doing that part because I love your music and I love your band. I'm just, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right, but And that is the right way to think. It's just ridiculous for bands to do that or even, you know, just band members. It's extremely annoying. I doubt it even works, honestly, attention-wise. I, I just don't see the point in it. And, and, like, it's funny how it's not even just the show. Like, this stuff even happens me and i don't think it's because i'm on the show or anything i've had this happening in my social media just because i listen to this music right. you know period and like I, I i just really like let's say i wanted to start a band mm-hmm. i don't know how that method of getting my name out there like i don't know how that comes into play you know what i mean like i really don't see the benefit of it the only like <laughs> like whenever i see it it's funny because i just see it like every month right. from certain bands and I'm just like, oh, look, they followed me again. And there was even a time where I would follow them. Right. And then I, I don't know what it is, but like I'll check my, my list later. And then I'll see them, and they're not even following me anymore. And this is while I'm following them. So right. it's like, okay, well, I'll just unfollow them. And then a month later, oh, shit, this man <laughs> followed me again. And it's just again. 
and again, and, and I, I just, I don't get it, man. That leaves a bad taste in people's mouths, like for real. And let me once again reiterate this. I am not expecting every band to follow every person who follows them. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. It's about bands right. that go out of their way, however it is, whether they pay for a service to do it. I don't know. I don't know what services do what. If there's some way that they pay for it, where they look for people that have the same interests, you know, whatever it happens to be, those are the bands that I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't expect if I follow MCR, I don't expect for them to follow me back. Right. Same here. I, I can't think of one band, honestly, that follows me back. It doesn't change my view on them or anything like that. I don't think they're shitty because they don't follow me back. That's not what we expect from them as fans or as, you know, as music listeners. That's just not a normal way to think about it like that. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. And that's, you know, I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about the bands that will follow you to get their name there or whatever. You follow them and then they unfollow you. Those are the bands I'm talking about. It happens a lot. I have a list because, you know, the program I have automatically keeps a list of people that have done that. I, since the beginning of seeing that list and being able to tell what bands do that, I have not promoted any of them on the show. And I will not because I think it's bullshit and I think it's dumb. And it is. So sometimes if you don't hear us talk about a band, maybe they don't come up because maybe that's what they do. Yeah, we we talk about much smaller bands. It doesn't matter. You know, we're not like cop-outs. We're not going to, you know, talk about this band just because we know that it's good for the show or anything like that. If we feel like they're doing wrong, you know, we don't give a shit. We're not going to fucking promote them on the show. Exactly. And it's just like, obviously, with this show, Ian Hates Music, it's just Jackson and I talking, you know, and we're playing clips and we're doing whatever. We're having a good time. When I do Ian Hates Conversations, the amount of stuff that happens behind the scenes would make you laugh hysterically and then also be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, see? Just like he was laughing. Seriously, the stories <laughs> that I could tell people that I don't, I don't ever talk about this stuff. You just wouldn't believe it. So I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the amount of times or the people who had blown off the show. I want to talk to people that I love their music. The amount of people that I have turned down is very, very high. And it's not because I'm talking bad about them on the show or anything like that. If I don't like the music or if I don't think that it connects with what we're doing, then I don't have them on the show. I don't know why anyone would listen to anyone that would have bands like that on the show. Once again, I'm not calling anyone out because I don't really feel like doing podcast wars right now. I have too much stuff to work on. But how many shitty, shitty interviewers have you heard just go, okay, I'm here with blah, blah. Uh, what's the name of the new album? Pause for answer. So how long have you been doing this for? Pause for answer. What's the name of the new album? Pause for answer. That's it. Yeah, that's so true, man. And from someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, this is literally, I'd say 95% of the interviews that I hear of, you know what I mean? That there's, there's no quality, there's no meat in them. It's just machines with different voices asking questions to bands that we love. And then it's funny because they're the ones who land, you know, the huge bands and stuff like that. And it's just so, to me, undeserving. And it's a shame to hear all that stuff. And look, right now, believe me, I'm not sucking my own dick over here. Like, we're just having a conversation Whoa. about this. I'm not expecting Jackson to, like, chime in and be like, Ian, you're the fucking best. I know I'm the best. 
Like I know it and I know it sounds cocky to say it, but that's the point. Like you should know you're the best. You should put in the effort, the money, the time, whatever it takes to get those bands to be on the show. I've had huge bands on the show and I've had small bands on the show. Guess what? I love all of them. And I know everything about those bands. Like not doing it for people to listen. Look, if I wanted more people to listen, Jackson, I know we've talked about this before and I know who they are. And you probably know who they are because you can look at when they started and how many followers they have. I don't pay for followers. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's not what this show is about. I, I couldn't see you stooping down to like that level. You could see me doing that? No, I can't see <laughs> you doing that. I think it's your phone, man. Hell no. <laughs> but I thought about it. I was like, wait a second. Maybe the reason why some bands don't promote the interviews Ian hates conversations, whatever you want to call it this time. Maybe the reason why they don't promote afterwards, even though they tell me how great it was and you know all that kind of stuff, and I know how great it is because I put the work in, maybe they don't promote it because they're like, oh no, he only has a certain amount of followers. But if I bought followers, then maybe they do more promotion because it would look like their music is getting out to more people. Yeah. And it's crazy how that works. Cause, you know, when you go based off image, you don't actually have the facts. You know what I mean? Like, just because they buy all those followers and the numbers look huge, that doesn't represent the amount of, you know, people that are actually going to hear right. the interview, and especially a good one, you know? Oh, yeah. They don't know the subscriber numbers. They don't know any of that kind of stuff. So they're just going by, what I believe anyways, is that they're just going by, like, Facebook likes or Instagram followers, which we already know most of that stuff isn't even true because that's not actually how people are getting either your music or your show or whatever it happens to be. Right. You know, it's just, it's a lot of stuff to think about, but it's just been on my mind recently. And I know I got a very positive response for the message, but I know that there were people that probably thought that was harsh. That's fine. Whatever. I think it's true. And look, we don't have the followers of a Franzilla obviously. But I'm glad that there are people that see that as well. Yeah, no, it's true. Because I do think when people do that, I think they're losers. And I'm not going to promote them. And you might think that doesn't matter. But I can tell you for a fact, this show opens up a lot of people to a lot of bands. Yeah, for sure. And it, it even, you know, I'm on the show and it, you have no idea. Like That's one of the main reasons why I've been listening to this show you know, from even before I was a host, you know, I, I just, it was so fun, you know, getting exposed to all this new music that I guarantee you I would have never found, you know, by myself. And then hearing the interviews and stuff like that, you know, and, and for you to not do it in a cop-out kind of way, you know, it's, it's like, like, and, and it's so cool because, like, I could even tweet you and I could hit you up. And this was before I was a host. You would always answer or show some love. Like, that's, you know, that's the way the show goes. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's homey. It's organic. At least that's what I'm trying for. But maybe it's just because I'm in a weird mood that I want to talk about this. But I think in general, we are a very, very honest show. And like I said, there are certain things that I'm not going to talk about. That's all the behind-the-scenes stuff of when you deal with bands. It's just the way it is. So I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus or talk about any of that kind of stuff because it doesn't need to be discussed. But stuff like this definitely should be. Yeah, I, I agree. On the topic that you were just saying, Jackson, as well, I'd like to thank all the people that also send me music recommendations because I get a lot of that and I'm still, you know, I'm getting to all these bands, but specifically James and Nick just sent me 
new bands to listen to. And I'm really looking forward to getting into that because that's also something that I love about the show. I love finding new music. I love when Ty, you know, puts it on the prep sheet that there's a new band that I haven't heard of that either has a new album coming out or a new song or whatever it is. I love that shit. Yeah, and, and that's fucking awesome. And, and even on this topic, I honestly can't think of anyone who would disagree with this side unless it's like a person that does do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just wanted like, to have a talk about it. Yeah, because I don't know. Look, I don't, I've said this on you know other Ian Hates conversations. I think I've said it on the show before. I don't listen to other shows. First of all, I don't want anything seeping in to this show because I know just based on people listening to other shows that other shows steal shit from us. And I'm not surprised about that. Why wouldn't you steal from the best? Yeah, exactly. But that's one thing I said I would never do when I did these shows. I've been in radio for too long. It's just not going to happen. So I'm going to make the best shows that I can and know that more people can listen anytime they want. But I'm just not going to do that shady shit. I have the money. I put the money into quality. I put the money into promotion. But I am not going to buy followers. I am not going to do any of that shit. I think that's really pussy. It is, man. It really is. All right, Jackson. So is there anything else we want to say on this topic? If you're listening and you're one of those people, don't do it. That's all I guess. <laughs> well, they're definitely listening. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is, Jackson, I'll have no idea until I listen to this back, if your phone connection was the worst thing ever. Ah, shit. But we'll see. Well, until more topics like this come up, I say, let's jump back into the regular show, the way it normally runs, and how about we do some news? Let's do it. All right, Jackson. News time, and we're going to start with the new story, even though it sounds like it's an old one. It turns out that Total Request Live is coming back to MTV. I think they're going to have, like, what, five co-hosts or something? Yeah, it's a lot of, and it's a lot of fresh faces, too. It's not going to be, like, you know, returning hosts or nothing like that. Yeah, no Carson Daly, no whatever. But now, as a young millennial... Oh, shit, here it comes. ...like you happen to be, did you ever watch... TRL, did it ever have an effect on your life? No, sir. I've never even heard of this show. Go ahead. No, Not come sure. on. <laughs> I have never heard of this show. Yep. I the can't. That's wow. To me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. TRL was something important to music when it first came out. It ended up kind of turning into a parody of itself towards the end. What yeah. are you going to do? It's going to happen. So, my problem with it now, coming back, and whatever, if they want to, it's MTV, they can do whatever the fuck they want, it's their show, so if they want to bring it back, bring it back. The only thing is, I don't, I don't think that kind of show can connect with people the way that it did before, because if anything, one of the reasons why TRL worked for when I was growing up is that it would actually, first of all, it would actually have rock and metal music on it from time to time, depending on what was popular, so that's not going to happen now, and then also... We all have the fucking internet. So you can get any video of any song you want ever, where before you kind of had to dig around for things. So if you heard something on TRL, you were like, holy shit, now I can go find that. But on this, you already get everything. Like Twitter feeds are more TRL than TRL would be. Damn. You like that? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, look, I hope they do well. 
but MTV doesn't play rock music anymore. Really, do they play music anymore? I know that's a hack joke, but I didn't think so. Like anytime I flip by, it's the challenge or Teen Mom or some shit. I don't see music on there. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a cheap joke, you know, that people do, but honestly, they don't play music. And if they do, I guarantee you they're not going to fucking play our music. You know, Sleeping With Sirens might get on there or something, but yeah. <laughs> of course. Our music isn't going to get on there, yeah. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I hope it works. I hope this is a new way for people to learn about new music. It just doesn't seem like it. It seems like they'd be playing any random new pop star, maybe not even new, just anyone either they want to push or anyone that everyone knows. I would expect Beyonce and stuff to be on there. <laughs> I don't fucking oh, know. Oh, shit. So, like, wait, so so what exactly did this show do back then? It, it kind of just, like, showed new music, and then, you know, you get to look into that and maybe go to the store and buy a CD or whatever by them if you liked them on the show. Yeah, there was a countdown, basically, and it was voted on by the people and then they would throw in random other music videos from bands that they were promoting. And then they'd have bands come on the show as well. Because at that time, that was like the most popular music show you could possibly be on. Damn. And I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, well, we know that. Let me isolate that, by the way. Fuck off. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I know nothing about the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, this show. I got you. Jackson, man, you are telling the truth uh, tonight. Okay. <laughs> and when I said that one, I was like, fuck, I just did it again. I know nothing yep. about Total Request on MTV. <laughs> I feel like that, bitch. Well, tell me what it's actually like when you watch it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Thank you. Because the only thing I watch on MTV is Scream, and I think that's done. And then, like, every once in a while, I'll put on one of the challenges because The Miz will be on it. Is that good, Scream? It's on Netflix. I've always, I, I don't know if to start it or not. No, you definitely should. It's not okay. like the movies, though. It just happens to be slasher-based, but it's a slasher-based series. So instead of how everyone would normally say in a slasher movie, hey, you know, there's no character development, you don't care about these characters, this actually gives you characters to care about because they're around for longer. Right. Well, cool. So, yeah, I would recommend Scream. Yeah, just know that it has nothing to do with the movies. Gotcha. So next up, Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters has been dropping more hints about the new album that's coming out. He also mentioned that there is a secret guest vocalist that's coming up on the album, too. He won't give any hints, and I don't know who it could be. I don't know why this is a big deal either, because apparently the person is just doing some backing vocals for, like, one of the tracks. Yeah, that's stupid. I really don't care. And we like the new Foo Fighters singles that we've been getting. We thought they were okay. But, you know, like, this doesn't get me excited or nothing like that. It would have to be someone huge to be hyping a guest vocalist so you know it's not from our scene. Yeah, and he said it's the best pop artist in the world. All I've heard recently is someone called Ed Sheeran. You don't know who Ed Sheeran is? No, not until people had to explain it to me. Really? I still haven't heard any of the music, but I do know that it's a musician. It's not as poppy as you think. All right, so maybe it's not that person then. Oh, then I don't know. Is it Carly Rae Jepsen? Well, it, <laughs> I mean, he's in the pop scene, but he does a lot of singer-songwriter stuff. Like, that's his origin. The Kim and the Guitar. We'll see, I guess. I mean, albums you know, coming out. the guy out. who sang in the first episode of Game of Thrones when Arya walks up. Yes, that's when I hair. saw everyone say, oh my God, it's Ed Sheeran. I was like, who the fuck <laughs> is that? 
Well, there you go. You got your first taste, kind of. Yeah, it sucked. Why wasn't he killed? <laughs> I thought he was going to die, honestly. Everyone does. Exactly. So not really sure what to say about this one, but Sick of It All's van got hit by a drunk driver recently when they were, I think, driving to a Warp Tour date. Everyone from the band is fine, but at the time of the article, they didn't know how the drunk driver was. But I guess really all you can say is this story could have been way worse, and we could yeah. have been talking about you know terrible things like we were you know a few shows ago. But then also, don't drink and drive. Yeah, very much. I mean, I'm glad the band is okay. I hope you know there's passengers or whatever in the other car. You know, I hope everyone in the scene period was okay. But uh, yeah, drunk driving is stupid. Don't don't do that. And it's common sense. Like you know, it sucks that there's even a story about you know how stupid people are. And let me reiterate, it was not their fault. They were not drinking. Right. 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 Let's just hope that everyone stays safe and we don't have to even have any more of those stories. All right, so a few tour announcements that I'm going to kind of pack together a little bit. We've got Knuckle Puck going out on tour in the U.S. and Europe. We've got water parks that are headlining a tour with As It Is, Chapel, and Friends of the Show sleep on it. Now, Jackson, isn't that a little weird? Uh, yeah, there's, there's something a little off about it, a little, a little thing. Is it possibly that Water Parks has one album, and yet somehow they're headlining over as it is? Uh, yes, that is definitely one of the things that was off-putting to me. Very frustrating. What is the other one? So the name of the tour is Made in America. Water Parks is American. Check. <laughs> Chapel is American. Check. Sleep on it is American. Check. Everything seems to be in order. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, as it is, I believe, is not from America. So Their hometown on Facebook says Brighton, which is in the UK. Brighton via Minneapolis. I know that Patty is half American, I believe, because he doesn't even talk. He doesn't have an English accent. I don't know if that was their loophole. They just used that. Because it is yeah. via Minneapolis. I don't think there's a Minneapolis, UK. No, there isn't. But I, I, like, I know the rest <laughs> of the band have English accents, and they're from, you know, from England. So I'm assuming that they just did the whole Patty loophole. Hey, he's American. He's the front man. So we'll just, we'll, we, we qualify for the American tour. And look, they can always say made in America based on alt press pushing them. <laughs> Water Parks, dude. That album is so shit. I don't get why they're headlining, man. Me neither, but I mean, I think you had said off air, if we went to the tour, we'd just be able to leave early. Yes, that is a good part of it. I like Sleep On It, friend of the show. Yeah, uh, friend of the show. Or they're, they're fun to watch, and I fucking love As It Is. So, you know, you get oh, yeah. to watch the first three bands and haul ass, and that's a good deal for me, I guess. No, that's true. That's true. All right, moving on from that, we've got Trivium and Arch Enemy doing a co-headlining tour that also includes While She Sleeps and Fit for an Autopsy as well. It's a different tour. It's a different lineup. I like it, though. I got to say, if yeah. they're coming up around here, I'll go to that. Yeah, it, you know, the bands are great. It's just, you know, it's, it's a little different, but I'm sure it's a really fun time. Then we've got the Playing With Fire Festival. That's been announced for October 7th in Fort Worth, Texas. So now, Jackson, are you going to go to this? It is a possibility. 
you have no idea how many concerts I have in October. I would have to spend, you know, quite a bit. I have Devil Wears so Adam Planet, um, Convictions. Uh, fuck, I have a day to remember with Wage War. <laughs> and I oh, have that's right, you do. Fiction with Miss May, I Emotionless in a White. Nice. Yeah, and those are like, and these are in big venues that are pricey. Right. And for me to see a day to remember and Amity Affliction, two bands I've never seen live before, I would rather see those. Even though this lineup that you're about to announce is amazing, but I can't pass up on this, you know? I've seen right. this festival, the bands, a couple times before already. Well, just so people know, it's 18 Visions, Memphis Mayfire, Norma Jean, Fire from the Gods, and more acts to be announced. Did I say acts? More acts. No, acts. Uh. <laughs> A-C-T-S. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good lineup. The only band I haven't seen on this list live is 18 Visions, so that would be really cool to see. Yeah, but, right. man, that's it's a lot of shows in one month that I really want to go to. Uh, I can understand that, for sure. Look, I was just in Vegas. Of course I understand spending money. Vegas! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to stop. Well, I'm going to stop talking about it, so it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll see. Next up. So I guess... Someone or some people were auctioning off memorabilia that were given out during Chester Bennington's funeral. Super shitty. You know, don't really know what to say to this one because I'm not used to going to a funeral that has memorabilia. True. It is shitty. Believe It is to auction something like that off. No doubt about it. It's also, by the way, you're a shitty person to want to have that stuff. So let's also get, I don't know if anyone else has said that. But you're a fucking dumb person. You know, unless for some reason you were trying to get it back for the family. Like, I guess that's noble, but I don't think you're going to pay thousands of dollars to do that. Because the family could probably do that if they really wanted to. Right. But to me, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't have the proof. I know some people do. I think eBay took it down or whatever. Because I think that probably is illegal. Or, I don't know, goes against some code that they have. But also, that's the thing. I don't understand why anyone would want to buy that. But it also doesn't make any sense to me to have memorabilia at a funeral. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I completely do. Um, well, it, it's like usually when you attend a funeral, you kind of just get like a piece of paper, you know, saying, you know, when he was born, uh, when he or she died, and, you know, just a quick little summary of his life. That's usually what I see. But like at this thing, it was like laminated items. It, even it was like necklaces like and stuff. Like bracelets. Yeah, it was, it was weird. So that's my question to you then. What would you do with that? Like, would you frame it? Wouldn't that be kind of weird? Like, I know maybe the people there, I would hope, loved him, you know, and wanted to celebrate his life. But it seems kind of weird to take that and frame it or to wear the necklace around. And maybe that's just me. You know, maybe that's how people actually deal with it. To have something on them, to remind them constantly, you know, maybe. It just seems very strange to me. No, and I, I'm leaning way more towards her side. I, I can't imagine. Like, let's say I did go to the funeral. I honestly would have a huge debate in my head on what the hell do I do with this? Probably to the point where I would just leave it on my chair when I get up because I wouldn't frame it. I wouldn't put it up somewhere. Like, I, I really don't know what I would do with something like that. Me going to a funeral, it's not like I'm going to experience something awesome and I want the memory of the fucking yeah. time that I had. Right somebody's funeral you know what i mean like that's just weird that's what i would think so that funeral probably wasn't just family so whoever gave it to someone to sell it that definitely is shitty but i also thought you know i read some of the comments and 
you know, I was surprised by the amount of people that were like, I think the title of one of the articles says like jerk sells, you know, or jerk auctions off Chester Bennington stuff. And some of the comments were like, well, the jerk was Chester Bennington for leaving his six children. I thought more people were, you know, still in the quote-unquote mourning period, but it doesn't seem like that anymore. No, it doesn't. And 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 I did think that it was weird that the title of the article was Jerk Sells, you know, whatever. All right, well, we've said enough for that one. Next up, King 810 or King 810. I still don't know how to do three numbers when they're together in a band's name. I'm still not sure what they like on that, but let's just say King 810, their guitarist, Andrew was arrested on a gun charge and then he posted bail and they talked about going to do the festival that they were going to do no matter what. Now, what's surprising to me is I thought they were really, really good at following all the gun laws. There's been, you know, stories of, you know, about them talking about how they know the rules. They know what they yeah. can and can't do when it comes to firearms. Like this isn't something that you're just coming up with. This has, you know, this has been publicized before, you know what I mean? For them to, you know, taking stuff into venues where they perform that stuff. So it, it could be that, or he could have been doing an irresponsible act. We don't know. Yeah, it seems like they would be much better about that kind of thing, especially because one of the images of the band, like one of the reasons why, besides making great music, in my opinion, one of the reasons hey. why people know King A10 is that they're all about guns. Like, they're all about, you know, having their guns on them all the time. They've canceled shows because venues won't let them in with their guns. It's something they're all about. So you would think that they would have everything. Maybe the story just doesn't have all the information. Maybe it was a wrongful charge or whatever it happens to be. We'll have to find out if they follow up on the story. But at least for right now, that's what we got. Yeah, exactly. You know, again, you would think that they would know everything about the gun laws and, and, you know, what they need or what they can't do. But at the same time, we don't have the full story. And I don't know if we will. Yeah, it's very possible we won't. I mean, especially since God, he's in huge in the eyes of the, you know, media. I'm sure they'd rather report something sunshine about sleeping with sirens or some shit like that. But that was a side oh, yeah. I need to go on to and continue. <laughs> but that is all I want to hear about, <laughs> is new sleeping with sirens, so. <laughs> exactly. So next up, Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach had to have emergency vocal cord surgery. Now, I know he's had this in the past, but he had to cancel, well, Papa Roach had to cancel the tour that they were going to be doing as well. And I saw some conspiracy theories that I thought were Uh interesting. Apparently, on this tour was like Alaska, and some people were saying that ticket sales weren't good enough. So instead of going up there... They decided to make up some bullshit story. I highly doubt that's the case, though. And I think it sucks that he had to go through vocal cord surgery. And I do wish him the best. Yeah, same here. I think what's really funny about all of this for the audience is I think Jackson is a lot less talkative on the phone. Well, it's, it's like the last two bands. I don't know what to say about them because I don't listen to them that much. So it's like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You love the new Papa Roach album. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, you want me to talk? I'll talk. <laughs> I did not. Uh, no, I did not love the new Papa Roach album. I can't believe you would accuse me of. It's on your like top that. albums of 2017. <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> that is not true. I, I said that it was good. 
I never said that I loved it or anything like that. I, I haven't even listened to it in probably, you know, at least a month or two. Wow. You even lasted that long? You're so mean. You know that? <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? Yeah. Trying to belittle me on your show for, for game. Is, is, does this make you feel good, huh? Yeah, it's for humor. Oh. Well, you're not good at it. Oh! Wow. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> I love it when you say that's my favorite line that you ever tell. You are the worst. Because that's when I know that I've made you think of me as like the littlest possible. Wait, you're already small. Okay. Now, now, you're, just, <laughs> now, now you're teasing my, my physical height and that's, you know, I can't control that. That is true. That is true. I mean, the humor and intelligence and all that kind of stuff was. Yeah, that, that's unfair. Yeah, things you can control. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> we all wish jacoby shaddix the best not the biggest fan of the music right now but that doesn't mean that i'm happy that he had surgery or anything like it really does suck i know he puts a lot of himself when he sings and it just sucks to constantly have that kind of shit happen yeah it really does whether you're a fan of the music or not you don't want to see a singer not be able to do what he wants to do because of you know something like that and I've always thought that he had a good voice. I don't like the rapping stuff, but I think that actually having a rock voice, I think he definitely has a good rock voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, he has a really good voice. Very distinctive. Yes, that's true, too. So next up, we have a couple people who have left their respective bands. The first is Periphery. Nolly, the bassist, has decided to move on from the band. I think the best way to talk about his explanation without reading the whole entire thing is just to basically say that the band was no longer number one in his life. With a family and everything, he just didn't feel like touring. He didn't think of the band as number one. And I think his words were that that just wasn't fair to the rest of the band. And that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And you know, I, I think that's the easiest way and best way to leave a band. You know, that's, you know it's not on bad terms not you know you arguing or you know you got screwed over and you feel like you just have to leave you know when you've reached that point where you just want to focus on other things you know it's probably not that hard to leave the band you know what i mean right it's not like a huge I totally loss agree. to them to where it hurts you know it's just like a, you know i'll miss that but you know i don't regret you know being in that band or nothing like that but now i have other things i need to worry about and that's that's probably the best way to leave next up the word alive have decided to go on as just Telly, Tony, and Zach. They have also parted ways with their bassist, Daniel. I think he's been a member for around seven years out of nine of the years that the band has been together. And it does seem yeah. kind of strange. And they do mention that you know everyone in the, the Word Alive family from past to future all accept all this stuff and all support each other. It just seems weird with after losing their drummer and now bassist that they're going into a brand new album with just three of them. It seems very strange. It seems like weird timing. I don't like it. I, I think it puts <laughs> a really bad... Well, it's true. Like I think it puts a really bad negative image on the band. And and this is coming... I, I don't know if you like Word Alive that much. I did. I, I think you used to. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. You know, fans of Word of the Lives... You know, it, it's it's off-putting. It, it really is. 
because I love the word alive. And even with their last album being not the best, good. You know, obviously I liked their other stuff better, but I didn't think it was a bad album or anything. But it's still like with that, then Luke leaves, and now and now Daniel leaves. It's like there's no sign that things are going in the right direction. It's just things are going in the wrong direction. You know, it doesn't matter how much you like them or not. There's no denying that things are not looking good. And, and it just really sucks to see that from a band that we like. Yeah, unless Telly and them are like, hey, we're going to put out this fucking heavy-ass record. And both of them were like, you know what? Eh, I don't know. But then <laughs> I don't think that's the case because remember when we talked about the single that they put out? Yeah, and plus, if you want to make a heavy-ass record, your drummer and your bassist are very, very important to the no. heaviness of a song. No, yeah. come on. Nah, come on. Deathcore bands aren't known for having good drumming. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> they have subpar drumming and like no bass yep. at all or nothing like that. They're absolutely no heavy. It's all just guitar. It's all just, <laughs> it's all just basic riffs and clean melody. Oh, yeah. But yeah, man, but and this also shows that what the fuck, like their new music, you can already tell it doesn't use as many instruments as they used to. And now it's like, not only are we not using as many instruments, we're also not using as many members to make this fucking music. You know what I mean? They might really rely heavily on producers. That fucking blows, man. That's crazy. It's good in some ways, but not good in other ways. So we'll have to see how it comes out. I still want new music. But when I see oh, yeah. this kind of thing, no matter how mutual it seems to be, it's still very strange timing. That's all. Yeah, for sure. And especially the way, you know, they released your statement. You know, we've all agreed to part ways. I mean, that, I think that's a really weird line without saying much. You know, just as we're working on the new album, we decided to part ways. Like, that's just weird. No, that's true. Well, look, we'll see what happens. And then... In no shit news, Fallout Boy have decided to push the release of their new quote unquote music until next year. Because apparently that new album was coming out in September or October. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know it was that early. But now they have pushed it back to January. Yeah, it was going to come out in September, dude. Wow. No, that's nuts. That is nuts. And what I guess I did like was Patrick came out and was like, hey, you know, this album felt rushed and we don't want to do that. So we're going to take our time and go over it and decide what we want to do. So I actually do respect that. But I also realize that if you look at the two singles, right, there are two, right? Yeah, Champion and whatever that first atrocious thing was. Maniac or Mania? Is the yeah, album Mania? Whatever. Uh, whatever the fuck. The album is Mania, yeah. Whatever the fuck. If you take a listen to those two singles, unfortunately, we have for the show, even though we didn't play them. Those do need a lot of work, but not in the way that I think they're going to be doing a lot of work. Like, I don't think this means, hey, let's strip down and just play instruments and be like old Fallout Boy. I think this means, oh shit, we need to add a bunch of stuff in production because this sounds like garbage. And that is not good news. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> We always are. Yeah, that's exactly. absolutely not what Fall Out Boy needs to do. They do not need to add more production value to their music. They need to add instruments, and they need to add lyrical content that actually means something like it used to. Yeah, dude. They need to strip this whole album down. They need to throw away the two singles they released. I think they need to start from scratch. I mean, 
like, I don't care. It's like, oh, you know, if you're a follow band and you're hearing this, it's like, no, I want new music soon. But it's like, I don't want new music if it's going to be shit. So, like, yeah, I respect that he said that. But it's like you said, I don't see them, like, restarting everything. And it's just weird. And now they're going to do the Mania tour without fucking having Mania out. That's that's weird. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And, and I've said weird a shit ton of times this episode, and I know that. But it's just there's, it's there's weird, man. so many weird stories. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, for you to do a Mania tour without even the album of the tour. Right. I mean, come on. Nope, I agree. But I hope, beyond hope, that they go back and realize that, yes, they have made lots of mistakes, and let's redo this from the beginning. That would be nice. Yeah. I just don't think that that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I doubt it, but that would be fucking awesome. All right, well, here's a story to finish this whole thing off right here that's not just weird. It's also really, really fucking shitty. People may remember us talk about the band Fear and Wonder, actually kind of recently. I think we might have done a breakdown from the past when we thought they weren't a band anymore. We have been fans of them in the past, and they literally just had a brand new single come out with Trevor of Our Last Night, and they were talking about their brand new album that was coming out really soon. Yeah. Well, that is no longer the case. The band is gone. And now, Jackson, I don't know how recently you've looked for anything fear and wonder related they are gone from the internet really i i haven't looked personal band pages and pages for their singer are all gone wow so they want nobody talking to them <laughs> the only reason why i think certain things aren't gone completely like how you can get their music still is just because there's probably no reason for them to remove that but for everything else they had to get rid of it right away. Wow. I'm just happy that I took a screenshot of what the band said on Facebook before they deleted everything. Yes, yeah, you did. That was, that was good thinking. Yeah, you can't even find that stuff anywhere. And it's it really does suck. Like It's not like, oh, let's talk about this scoop. No, it really blows that Jax and I can't listen to this band anymore. What's weird as well, and see, now I'm saying weird. What's weird as well is the previous lead singer... Albert Gonzalez had the day before, I believe, the post that I'm going to talk about, he had posted on their Facebook page that he was no longer part of the band anymore. So that was the first thing. So we were just going to talk about that and be like, oh shit, you know, they just had that awesome new single come out. Like, what are they going to do for this album? Did they already make it? Like, why is he leaving? The post from the band the next day says that apparently some charges of, and I'm going to say allegedly for this too, because I'm certainly not going to get in trouble for this, that their previous lead vocalist, who I just mentioned, was accused of sexual assault and child pornography. Oh, fucking gross. And not only that, you know, they didn't know about it, they don't condone it, and because of this, they are going to no longer be a band, and they thanked everyone, and now you can't find that guy's Facebook page, you can't find, he was doing like a, not a movie studio, but like, a music video uh, production company or something like that. You can't get on that page anymore. He doesn't have a Twitter. The band's Facebook page doesn't exist anymore. All that stuff is just completely gone, and you can't even find any stories on that guy whatsoever. Really? Because I was looking up. I was like, oh, well, someone has got to be talking about this, right? Like, this isn't the biggest band, but it's also not the smallest band. They just had a very popular single come out. 
but no one's talking about it. Yeah, we've heard reports of way smaller bands. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal is. That's why I'm saying allegedly through all of this, just in case, but the bands disappeared. Oh, wait. No, they do have a Twitter, dude. No, their Twitter is up, but everything else is gone. I don't think you can delete your Twitter that fast. Oh, okay. The lead singer's Twitter is gone. If you're on their Twitter, try clicking on their Instagram thing that's right next to it. Oh, shit. Yep, that's a no-go. So it is a little weird, I will say. It is a little weird that the Twitter for them is still up, but then nothing else. Yeah, that that's fucking weird. They, they don't want nothing to do with anything. I mean, what, what do you expect? And then that really sucks for the band, too. Like, they all had to break up. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm sure... Well, actually, I'm not sure. But if the band really did have nothing to do with the singer's actions, for it to be this severe that they just had to leave and just disappear the band period, you know what I mean? They had to suffer for their vocalist mistakes. That sucks. I think that was absolutely the best move for them to make, though. Because you can't come back from that. I agree. I, I don't think... There's no more lost profits. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't be like, hey, no, we got rid of that guy. Don't worry about it. That just doesn't happen. Your whole brand is tainted. One of the worst things you can possibly do. Yeah, exactly. And, and plus, if you're watching child pornography, you can tell what kind of person that is, period. Right. If and assault you know, on top like. of that, too. No, it's very true. I, it just sucks because this is a band that we like, but I can't listen to bands where... So normally, we hear stories about vocalists being the ones that are charged with child pornography or pedophilia, any of that kind of stuff. It makes it very hard for me to listen to the music because I start thinking, especially if you're thinking of a love song, you know, who are they singing about? Exactly. And especially since the vocalist is the one writing the lyrics. In most cases. So Jackson, I guess that's a question. If we find out that in a certain band that we like, that the drummer is being brought up on charges like this, and he had nothing to do with the lyrics. Can you still listen to their music? Honestly, not really. There's never a time where I'm listening to the music and not thinking about what happened. I guess that probably makes sense. You know what I mean? I can see that for sure. Yep, I can understand it. It's just whenever I think lyrically, I'm trying to not put myself in the situation of the person, especially not in this case, but... <laughs> no, yeah, especially not in this case. <laughs> You start reading the lyrics, I'm like, oh, what were they singing about now? Because before, you can make it for your own life. You can do something like that. But if I know that that person is writing about that other stuff, I, don't, I can't handle it. I don't listen to Lost Prophets anymore. Right. And I think that's what you have to do to, be, you know, to continue on as a musician. You have to leave that band. That band can't be that band anymore. You, if you want to keep doing music, that's fine, but you need to rebrand and you need to start from scratch, basically, because there's no way. There's just, you just can't. You're going to be the butt of every joke. Yeah, and, and, it's, you know, and it sucks because a lot of the times it isn't the full band's fault, but that's just the way it is. That's just the way the market is. You know? And even me, as a person who listens to music, I know that every time I hear a band, they have that history. You know, I, I don't always feel like listening to that band as much as I used to anymore because it's just going to make me think, instead of how good the music is, it's going to be like, yo, remember that one thing we did? It's like, you know, you play that band in the car and your friend's like, hey, do you really like what you're listening to, man? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that singer right there, uh, the watch child pornography and this and that. And I mean, like, it makes you want to bring that story up, you know? Yeah, because you also want to be like, what a piece of shit, you know? Right. Getting rid of 
most of that stuff, social media-wise, is a telling enough story. Oh, yeah. We probably won't hear about this ever again. Yeah, unless something comes out where it's absolutely untrue or something. But what a weird thing for a band to do. Like, you'd have to really hate your lead singer to make up a story like that. Yeah, exactly. And I really doubt that the singer would be sitting on it so long to not have a comeback and say, like, no, I should not do this. You know what I mean? But I will say it is really weird that the Twitter is up and everything else is gone. Yeah, that that is really weird. I mean, they might as well have just done it all. That's what, if they were going for the whole disappearance thing, they might as well just do it, you know, all. Don't half-ass it. Maybe none of them have the password anymore. <laughs> they tried, and they're just like, oh, shit, I need yeah. the password deleted. <laughs> they're locked out of their account, and they just can't get to it. They're forever stuck having to receive everyone's hate mail. It's true. And once again, I'll say allegedly, just in case that's a very hurtful thing for a band. I have the post, though. I have the Facebook post that talks about it. And now it's disappeared. Now everyone's gone. But I still have that post. Yeah. That's that memorabilia you want so bad. I love collecting stuff like that. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, man. I mean, it just fucking sucks. It really does. Not only the act itself, but then also, to a lesser extent, we don't get to listen to a good band anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, it. the bigger picture is, you know, fuck the singer for what he's done. You know, and it's obviously very shitty. But, you know, from a music standpoint, we did lose a good band. Yeah, I wonder what happens to their music now. Like, they said they were pretty much done with the album. So what happens to it? Like, that just, that just is awful. Yeah, I know. That really would suck to just completely not release it. But then again, there are people who, you know, are not going to want to hear it. Oh, you know, I don't want to hear it they're now. Not as, right, exactly. So it's like, you know, maybe it's just worth not putting out at all, which sucks. Right. Because, you know, we were excited to hear it, you know. We were, yeah. All right, man. Well, that is the end of news. It's time to go on to new songs. All right, everyone, it is time for new songs. I'm flying solo on this one because it just doesn't make any sense to have Jackson's phone do any of this announcing. So let's get started. We've got a brand new Trivium song, The Sin and the Sentence. Let's take a listen. I knew there was no other way. Now we've got The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die with Dylan and her son. The upcoming album, Always Foreign, comes out September 29th on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen.
next we've got Lang Che's. Their upcoming full-length album, Razor Grind, comes out August 25th on Season of Mist. Let's take a listen. Next, the band Dineside has a new track, An Argument With Myself. Their new album, Immigrant, comes out next week. So keep your ears open for that. Now we've got Comeback Kid with Surrender Control. The upcoming album, Outsider, comes out September 8th on Nuclear Blast Records. Let's take a listen. Now, if I was in regular radio, I'd say we have a twofer here, but I'm not going to. We've got Seaway with two new tracks off the album Vacation, which comes out on September 15th on Pure Noise Records. First up, we've got Apartment. Second track, Something Wonderful. We 
Next up, Pivris with Winter. All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell comes out August 25th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, Living Color with Program. Their upcoming full-length album, Shade, comes out September 8th on Megaforce Records. This is definitely a blast from the past. Let's take a listen. And last up tonight, we have the new Sleeping With Siren song. Nope, not gonna fucking happen. We learned our lesson from the last one. Even though this track is slightly better, it's only slightly better. And what's really slightly better than Garbage Juice? I guess regular garbage. So yeah, we're not gonna be playing that track on the show. So guess what? That means it's time for our favorite part of the show. See, this is the one episode where I'm not going to, you know, do a little singing thing because Jackson wouldn't be able to hear it. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Apologize to the audience. I'm sorry, people listening. (laughs) I sincerely am. Well, look, this album review week is going to be a little different anyways because, first of all, we're going to not really speed through it, but we've kind of cut down on some of the albums this week because of Jackson's phone. Plus, I don't really have a whole lot to say about a few of them. Yeah, I I know that's my main reason for not wanting to talk about it too much. They're not that, uh, it's not as strong as last week's list, let's put it like that. You're always ranking those lists, man. (laughs) I'm a list kind of guy. You are. You're a ranking slave. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot, you wouldn't get that reference because you don't watch popular TV shows. What's that from? The League? Yep, don't know. Oh. Have you watched that Saved by the Bell no, episode yet? Say that again for the audience? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to start with a few bands pretty quickly here. We've got Milk Teeth 
Be Nice on Roadrunner Records. This is an EP. It's only four songs, so you really don't get a huge taste of this band. And I think the biggest thing for me is each track seems to be almost a completely different genre. So I don't know what they're trying for. Yeah, same here. Uh, I've never really been a Miltese fan anyways. So, I mean, it's it's really just not my type. And then, like, you know, to release an album and then just an EP right after it, I find it a bit strange. But, you know, nonetheless, it's still just not my type of music, I'd say. I like the previous material. And I do like there's a track on this EP. I almost want to say album, but it's an EP called Fight Skirt that I liked. So there's things I like about it. It's just you don't really understand why you would give time to this band when it's only the CP. If you want to go listen to the older stuff, that makes way more sense because I just don't know what they want to be anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they did the EP, you know, because they wanted to explore new sounds. Because I really don't get why if you're, you know, already, you know, because they got signed and then they released the album. So it's like after you release an album, why next year release a four-track EP? Unless maybe you're experimenting something. Yeah, maybe. But it's just, it's not even worth really going into that much because there's just not much Exactly. There. But if you want to, definitely take a listen to it for sure. Yeah, I agree. Next up, we've got Canadian hardcore thrash metal band Get the Shot. Infinite Punishment is the name of the album, and it's on New Damage Records. It's their third album. And really, the thing I can say about this album was it was a lot of fun. This was a perfect album to just sit in your car and headbang to. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe in your cubicle or whatever. <laughs> and just what I liked about them were that they were a thrash metal band that you could understand the lyrics as well. Like It all worked very well. It's just I don't have much else to say about it. I just think you should take a listen to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too, because like you can understand the lyrics. It's 12 songs. The whole album actually leads up to 41 minutes when most of you know the bands of that genre do like a minute and 35 second songs or whatever. Right. You know, so, you know, there's substance here. You know, there's a lot to listen to. Don't know if I'll be revisiting, but it was fun. And maybe we will, you know, maybe we'll talk more about, you know, next albums once you're not on the phone. But it just feels like that was enough to explain that band. Even though I like them, I like to see them live, I think that's enough to say right now. Yeah, I agree. There's not much to say about this this album. So next up for our sampler platter of album reviews, we have Sincerely Me, Aesthetically Pleasing on We Are Triumphant. And this is a poppy, pop, pop, punk, pop, rock band. <laughs> Good labels, Ian. Good job. Thanks, man. And it's once again, it's not bad. It's just maybe not the most original thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, there wasn't a song that I didn't like on this EP. You know, you got five songs, seventeen minutes. It's pretty good timing, but at the same time, it's just not that much different than something you can get from another punk band, especially like you know album sense. You know, this is just an EP. Right. So, like, you don't get much, you know, like, different kind of sounds or nothing like that. But uh, but it's still worth a listen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so now we're going to go into a little bit longer form ones that people are probably more used to. And we're going to start with friend of the show, Lakeshore, with their EP 41 on Outer Loop Records. This is their debut 
EP. I know people are used to hearing me talk about it because I had Sean and Ben from Lakeshore on the show for Ian Hates Conversations when we thought the EP was coming out like three months ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I thought it was a great conversation to talk to them about, you know, past music. You know, Ben played in a mirror. Sean's a really great vocalist. So I've heard this album already for months now. So it's not really new to me. People have heard me talk how good it is. So Jackson, why don't you take it away for a little bit and then I'll chime in. Well, I did not get to hear it months ago. No, you did not. Which is okay. But I did hear (laughs) the conversation you had and it was a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. There's, you know, some really cool guys. Um, but, man, I really enjoyed this EP. It, it was really good. Uh, it, it's different. You know, it's not something that, you know, you hear and you're like, oh, you know, there's all sorts of bands that are like this. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, what, what I really like about it is that it, I guess it's technically one of the softer kind of sounds in our scene. But at the same time, like the instruments are heavy. And I think that's what I like about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a good juxtaposition between Sean's vocals and the instruments, for sure. Yeah, and and I really do enjoy that aspect of it, because, like, you know, the vocals really, really shine, and with the heaviness of the instruments, it, like, elevates his voice. And, I, you know, that's, that, that's like, badass to me, and it's just really fun to hear it all through as a piece. Because, uh, like, especially if you're visiting this, I don't think it does it justice that you play a song to determine if you like this band or not. It's kind of one of those things where you like sit down, you started from the beginning, you listen to the whole thing, and it's like, oh shit, you know, that was a good ride. You know what I mean? And that's what I thought about the CP. It was really good. Yeah, I understand. And unfortunately, we will play some because we've been playing their tracks for a while now. So we probably should get people <laughs> who maybe didn't get a chance to listen, you know, another kind of peek at the EP. But for people that don't know, They're a post-hardcore slash alternative rock band. And what Jackson was saying is correct. It kind of harkens back to that post-hardcore sound from the past. You know, Sean's not really screaming on this. There's not really unclean vocals, unclean vocals, except for guest vocals. So it's Sean just really, you know, belting out like a retro post-hardcore band. Yeah, I agree. And I very much enjoyed that. It's eight tracks two are interludes so you're still getting six really good tracks so i enjoyed that a lot i also mentioned on the warp tour show that i was able to catch them live and i definitely recommend them to anyone to check out as well so yeah man i mean all around really good stuff i would love to see them live again they're out on a great tour right now with alisana alteris you know all these friends of the show that are so fucking great yeah and crossing my fingers I get to see them this Sunday. Oh, man. You better. Dude, you need to go to, like, every single merch booth and just say hello from the show. (laughs) Exactly. There's so many fucking friends of the show, man. I want to get VIP to beat Alisana and Cornhole because that's um, part of their VIP package. Yeah, yeah. And that would be sick to get a Cornhole. Yeah, that's an actual, like, original way of doing VIP. Yeah, and it's $40. And you, like, hang out with them. You know, you got all the pictures and everything. You play games with them. I mean, come on. Like, that's a genuine experience. Right. And they're awesome guys, too. I've hung out with them before. So you should definitely do that if you can. Yeah. I- I'm almost 100% sure that I'm not missing this one. But I-, I-, I hate to guarantee things. So. Well, I think 
based on what we played on the show in the past, just to give a little taste of what this album is like, I say we go with Pure Imagination, which was one of the singles, just not one that we got a chance to play. Very good choice. So once again, that's Lakeshore with their EP 41 on Outer Loop Records. And last up, we've got Wage War with their album Deadweight on Fearless Records. This is heavy metalcore. This is their sophomore album. Jackson, take it away. Dude, this album fucking rips. I love the shit out of this album from beginning to end. All 12 tracks just absolute jam no interludes just a jam all the way through well and this was like so fun there is an intro track that also rips <laughs> <laughs> you see what i'm saying look i'm trying to play devil's advocate a little bit but i can't really I know, because i don't the, like it well the album's very good so it's hard for me to play devil's advocate for it everyone will disagree with you that i said it was very good no, no, no. Like, if, if you come at me with, like, some crazy points of, of how it could be better. So, I don't know. Oh, look, I could have whatever, crazy whatever points. Whatever rant you go on. And I could do that for sure. I'm not going to do it, though, because I also enjoyed this album very much. I liked that they actually had more clean vocals in this album as well. Yep. They, they even had a, a song, Gravity, that was about 90% clean vocals, and that was... That was very different of Wage War, and, and that was cool that they did that, you know, to show that they also have that under their belt. Yeah, it's heavy, they were technical, you know, the screaming, the unclean vocals were really well done. I mean, there are plenty of blocks, so, you know, like that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm always a fan of that. So yeah, man, I think it was a very good sequel to Blueprints. Yeah, same here. Um, in regards to Blueprints, and that's what it feels like, a sequel. It doesn't feel like a totally new album, but that's fine. I thought Blueprints was a masterpiece. I think this is another masterpiece. Uh, I, I love Wage Wars music. It's not like incredibly different to me, but it's still really good and different in its own ways. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really hard to explain, but it's still it, it, you know they didn't get the sophomore slump. That's for sure. Well, I think that's the dichotomy of reviewing albums sometimes because obviously this is personal opinion and one of the things we're just doing by you know talking about this stuff is talking about music that we like and then also telling people about it just in case and i'm not saying anyone didn't know that wage war especially on our scene had a new album out you know everyone knew that but there are some bands that when they make an album that is similar to their previous album that's a good thing and then there are some bands that when they do that you go what the fuck, 
why didn't they change enough? I didn't hear enough differences between that album and this album. You know, they're just kind of being lazy, whatever you want to say for it. We've done that in the past with different bands. It just all depends on how that music plays for that band. That's true. And that's a good thing to point out because some bands do suffer that, you know. There are some bands that need to change it up. And there are some bands that need to stay the same. And I think this really works by adding, you know, a little bit more clean vocals from time to time. It's not like it's on every single thing, but it's from time to time. That is a good direction for them while still being wage war. Yeah, I I agree with that completely. And, you know, it really did make up for a really good sophomore album. And I think that's the most important part here is, you know, whenever bands come out with a kick-ass first album and they get all the hype around them, that sophomore album is very huge. It's it's a really big deal. You know, some would even say that it will break them. Sure. You know, as, you know it, it sucks to say that, but that does happen to some bands. So it's good to know that they're as good as their first album, and maybe even better. You know what I mean? No, very true. Yeah, I think this will keep them touring. I think it'll keep them enjoying what they're doing. And I know you're excited because you're going to see them live soon too, right? Hell yeah, man. In October with a day to remember. I'm so excited for that. So excited. Hey! Reference, yeah, reference you don't know. All right, so look, we both loved the album, of course. We both loved it. So Jackson, because you put this on a masterpiece level, which means you're going to be getting the vinyl, what track would you like me to play? Oh, man. Uh, My favorite track was My Grave is Mine to Dig. But what I would pick for everyone to hear is Southbound. All right, here it is. So once again, that's Wage War with their album Deadweight on Fearless Records. Damn, Jackson, that is the end of album reviews for this week. We've got next week's albums coming out on October 11th. Phantoms, Varials, All Out War, Hundred Sons, The Crooked Sound, and Cons, who are on Revival Recordings now. I'm optimistic for that list. You know how I am with lists. I know, but I have a feeling that if... You know, if we don't get three albums, you're going to be like, ah, last week was so much better. (laughs) How dare you assume my reaction? You're right. I should never do that. That's reaction shaming. Oh, I'll do that forever. Shame, shame, (laughs) shame. you just want to make fun of me, period. That's true. If I could drag you down the street, not naked, but drag you down the street with everyone throwing shit at you and saying, shame, 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 I would. (laughs) If you didn't say that, I was going to say it. I thought you were just going to leave it as dragging me down the street, and then I'll, my comeback was going to be the whole bell came with their own sing. But... Nope, man. I had the bit ready to go. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. 
Thank you, sir. Yeah, there's been a lot of Game of Thrones references tonight, I think. Well, I mean, shit, dude, after that last episode. I mean, come on. Game of Thrones is on everybody's mind right now. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers whatsoever. It's the greatest show ever made. No big deal. This isn't Ian Hates Movies. It's not the greatest show ever made, but good try. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What's your favorite show The Shield. I'm sorry. I know this is music, but what? I already said it. The Shield. Did you say Shield? The Shield. What the hell? Get the fuck out of here. You don't even know what it is. The Shield? The Shield. What is that? I'm not saying it again. Why don't you just look it up sometime? That way we don't waste everyone's time. (laughs) The Shield. The thing that made Uh, The Wire and Breaking Bad a thing? Yeah, that show. Nah, Game of Thrones is better. You have to find out how it ends first before you can say that. Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah. That's fair. Look, I know you young millennials love dragons and shit, but oh, okay. dragons and, and incest, a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because only the young millennials like Game of Thrones. That's, you, you nailed it on the head. I did. I'm so good at that. <laughs> All right, well, look, this isn't Ian Hates TV, so we're going to have to move on. All right. So now it's time for your favorite part of the show, Breakdown from the Past. Yay! You think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! It is now time for a breakdown from the past for anyone who is a new listener that doesn't understand the segment. Every week, Jackson and I try, since the very beginning, we try to either remember a band that is no longer together that we used to like from the past or some other bands that we found that are broken up that we want to share their music with everybody. And we've kind of made it into a competition now about how long we can go with picking a new breakdown from the past because you can't redo a band that we've done in the past. Otherwise, it wouldn't be breakdown from the past. We've already done it. It would be broke down from the past. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping a little bit for a laugh track kind of thing there. <laughs> there we go. I'm isolating that one. <laughs> so that also means for people that are kind of new to this, Jackson is the worst Because he only picks bands that have been done on the show because he doesn't pay attention while I speak. Isn't that right, Jackson? Only sometimes. Okay. Was the pause there because you weren't listening to the show? I was reading something. Ah, That was more important Mm -hmm. than you talking. Not to the millions and millions of fans. Ah, millions and millions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yes, Jackson is awful. He is the worst, and then Whoa. also he's very bad at breakdown from the past. I had the last sentence. Yes, the beginning. I think you can edit. Uh, I think it's rushed. <laughs> I think you should go back. <laughs> for oh, look at that! Talking about one of his favorite bands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackson. Without further ado, because I think I explained this perfectly to any new people who are listening, what do you got for a breakdown from the past? Well, I'm going to start off with saying that Ian is a shithead, but my breakdown from the past 
is a great band called Drumroll, please. Yeah, Nightmares. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. It's golden. You know what, Jackson? What's up, bro? I think that works because you are my living nightmare. <laughs> that was horrible. You're horrible because. No, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> What did you want me to say? Fuck you because you screwed up the bit again? It was cheeky, but it was cheesy at the same time. <laughs> well, that's normally what I'm good at. Yeah, I'll take it. Was- Whatever. How is this turned against me? You fucked up on Breakdown from the Past again. <laughs> well, how else am I going to win? I have to turn it around. And I didn't fuck up. That- You're a monumental loser. Did I really already say a band we've, we've, we've done? Like- yes. Uh, off air right now, bro. Bro, true. You're such a loser, you're going to friend people and follow them and then unfollow them right afterwards. Bro, cut, cut, cut all this out. Did I really pick a band that we've already done before? Cut, 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 this, cut this out, Cut, cut this part out? So this, this. this part will be cut out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want the people to hear this. Did, did I really oh, okay. do that? Uh, yeah, you did. Wow. But I'm supposed to cut all this out, though, right? If you care about me, Ian, I would so much appreciate it. So I'm going to find out next week if you care about me. All right, done and done. It's cut. Don't worry about it. Don't (laughs) even listen. Just be like normal. Don't listen. (laughs) Can this go back to the way it was before? Yeah, let's go. All right, Jackson. So once again, because you have utterly failed, we are just going to up the punishment that you're going to have to go through at some point that I know the audience is going to love. So you're just making it worse for yourself, but they're going to love it even more. So I guess that's fine in a way. I don't know. We'll see about that. So, Mr. Self-Proclaimed Breakdown from the Past King, what is your (laughs) Breakdown from the Past? I'm so excited to hear this. What a long fucking title that would be if that's what it was. If that was Game of Thrones and I'm like, bend the knee for the self-proclaimed king of Breakdown from the Past. I don't know if that would go over as well. I like it. I'm going to start the show every single time with Ben the Knee. <laughs> the self-proclaimed breakdown from the past king has arrived. Uh, I hope people understand Game of Thrones references. Uh, if they don't, they're missing out. My breakdown from the past is a band called Still Life Projector. Jackson, have you ever heard of them? I have not. Well, they are an alternative slash post-hardcore band and they had one album that came out in 2004. It's called The Dance Riot, and I wanted to share one of their tracks with you. The Dance Riot? Oh, man. But I got to tell you, it has nothing to do with dancing. Or riots? No, I think riots are in there for sure, probably. Okay, okay. Yeah, but no blood on the dance floor or anything like that. (laughs) Thank God. Here's Lesson.
All right, Jackson, it doesn't even matter what you think about it because you couldn't hear it because you're on the phone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you can not listen to the show next week and then tell me whether you liked it or not. I will definitely not listen to the show. And then I will. Like normal. Actually, and then I will reach out to you. Good. I do prefer my days to be Jacksonless. That is true. Yeah, we don't want to break the balance of the world. The, the, you know, if I do that, everything, you know, the world will pause and, you know, there'll be mass destruction. We don't want that to happen. I'm for the people, Ian. That's the motto now? You're for the people? <laughs> I'm for the people. This whole thing on the phone just doesn't sound like it's working. Oh, you are the worst. Well, Jackson, <laughs> that is the end of Breakdown from the Past. Let's finish this monstrosity and let's close out the show. Jackson, do that thing you do. Everybody listening to me as I'm on this shitty phone, thank you so much for listening, for sharing, for caring. Yes, I rhyme because I'm very skillful in what I do. Please be quiet. I knew that was coming. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Please, when you have time, give us a rating. We love that shit. Five star, preferably, on iTunes. Then we get to climb up in the ranks. We get new fans. And then all the fans start talking to the other fans. And the Ian Hates family just grows. And we love it. It's just an awesome feeling. And it starts with our listeners. Wouldn't you say so, Ian? Sure. And Ian is not <laughs> listening to me, and which is normal. Uh, yeah, but I, I very much appreciate you guys, and I cannot wait for next episode. I will see you there. Ian, take it away. Shafid. Priest voice. Priest voice. Priest voice. <laughs> it's coming. I don't. I can't like <laughs> undermine. I can't like cheapen the preacher voice on this shitty cell phone. You know what I mean? You gotta know quality over quantity. Exactly. All right, everyone. So I am back from Vegas, back from the travels that I had to do for work as well. So I'm not sure when the next Ian Hates Conversations is going to be completed, but I hope to have it to you very soon. Once again, I am trying to find bands that I want to have on the show, bands that I love, bands that I want to spread their music. So hopefully that will be coming out soon. And maybe we'll have more honest conversations about random shit that's going on Who knows? But at least for right now, you can go back and listen to all of the Ian Hates conversations on the website. I did want to make a mention to everyone. Because this show has been on for so long now, and because we keep on giving so many quality episodes, iTunes does not hold them all anymore. And I think other streaming apps also don't do it either. There's only a certain amount. So every time we put a new episode on, one of our older episodes from the very beginning gets lost in the internet. Now, you can always go to ianhates.com and listen to everything there. Those don't go anywhere. It's just the way that streaming picks up. So hopefully, I will be going through and saving all of the Ian Hates conversations on iTunes and everything else and getting rid of some of the much older stuff with co-hosts that we don't talk about anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So at some point, people are going to be like, wow, Jackson started with the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. But no, it's not going to happen that way. (laughs) Uh, That was short-lived. 
It was. But I just want to let everyone know, because we've been doing this show for so long, that's why when you go to iTunes, it looks like we started from like episode 20. And that's just not the case. So I will try and deal with that as soon as I can. But just know ianhates.com. And lastly, don't forget the Ian Hates Conversations with Kyle Hollis of Picturesque is also up. That went out last week while I was traveling. I hope you all enjoyed it. And then kind of going to what we were talking about before, if you want even more awesome bands to be on the show, make sure to spread the word. Tell everyone about Ian Hates Music, Ian Hates Music Conversation Editions. I haven't decided if I'm going to rebrand to Ian Hates Conversations, but I think that makes it a whole lot easier. But all these shows are free. They're all really great. So if you can share this, give us that rating that Jackson was talking about. Give us a like on the Facebook page. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. All that stuff helps because maybe it's possible that bands only look at that. If they're not going back and listening to the awesome conversations to see how good it would be to be on the show, then word of mouth from you and the follows and the likes are going to tell people, hey, this is a really popular show since they don't see all the subscribers. They say, hey, this is a really popular show. If I go on it, even more people are going to hear my music and you know whatever they want you to hear about that interview. So think about that. Help us out if you can. It's always much appreciated. I'd like to thank everyone. I know this seems like a longer one than normal, but I do want to thank everyone who follows the show, everyone who interacts, everyone who's awesome and sends me music, all the great bands that I've had on the show, all the future great bands that I'm going to have on the show. Obviously, I think you can hear it, how much we love doing this. And I just want it to be the best it can be. And that's for you guys. So Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? I love everybody. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to Oh